Okay, we're recording. We are back. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Project X podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with Big Dave. And today, we're going to talk about something that rocks. Okay. It's going to rock in a very specific way. Well, could it, could, is it Cleveland? No, it's not Cleveland. It's not Cleveland? It's not Cleveland. Because I've heard Cleveland rocks. Exactly. But no. This is Chicks Rock. Chicks Rock. Yes. Not to be offensive to anyone, but that's Chicks. I, I've, I've used that terminology since I was, I don't know, you know. And it's not a oh, and blah, And if you're blah, offended, grow a thicker skin, Exactly, you? you know. It's like it, the whole thing, the, the Dixie Chicks, you know, that type of I, I know, but, you know, like they use that. and they even said had, rocks, I know, but but, but but they even, you know, had, had like, you know, branded stuff that say chicks rock you know all that kind of stuff anyways but what we are going to be talking about we're going to talk about like chicks dudes well no we're going to be talking about bands and artists uh, female led bands and you know and and artists and that kind of stuff from very various you know times in, in music because the thing is is that there is a lot of really, really good music that is female. That female. That is, <laughs> <laughs> that is female led. Yes. Uh, well, um, not just led, but you know, complete bands. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and uh, anyway, I mean, do we want? Obviously, we could go back to the Runaways. Hello, Daddy. Hello, Mom. I'm in- That was actually the first, very first one, yeah. Bring up. And, you know, and that's if you're not familiar, the runaway, the runaways had. Um, we could go down. the Hold list. on, here we go. Joan Jett, Joan Jett, Sandy yes. West, yes, Mickey Steele, uh-huh. Lita Ford, uh-huh. uh huh, Peggy Foster, Sherry Curry, Sherry Curry, Jackie Fox, yeah, Vicky Blue, Lori Mac, uh, McAllister. Right. So of those, obviously Joan Jett, we know who she is. Okay. Yep. The 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 godmother Jett. of punk rock. I mean, she is, and I still I love Joan Jett. Oh yeah, I who doesn't love Joan Jett? Uh, you have Lita Ford. Lita Ford. You know, obviously she went on to have a a, a different career. Yeah. You know, when she went into the metal thing, you know, which is cool. Believe you know, it or not, the Bengals are tied to this. Yes, Michael Steele. Yep, their bass player was in the Bengals. The Bengals is going to be another group that we get to in that yep, because absolutely. again, all female band and. Stellar musicians. Yep. I forget all the female stuff. Just stellar musicians. Yep. Of, of like surprisingly sometimes. Uh, um, Sherry and Marie Curry. Or Sherry Curry. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, that was one of the bands that came out of the well, Runaways was Sherry uh, Sherry Marie Curry. Yeah. yeah, I know she. I know she had her um, own solo thing. And Sandy she, West Band. Right. The Curry Blue Band. The Orchard. Right. Uh, orchids. Sorry, mm-hmm. the Orchids. Yeah, I mean, and that's you go back and listen to some of that Runaway stuff. Yeah. It's really good. Um, even beyond Cherry Bomb, Cherry Bomb is a good song, but go and listen to some of their other stuff. Absolutely, it is, it is some great stuff. I you can't go wrong. Anything Joan Jett's involved with, you cannot go wrong with it yep. whatsoever. Um, obviously, as, as we're doing, we're not doing it live, but I'm going to be dropping some music in here from various 
yes places um there's gonna be a lot of there's, you're gonna get a lot of a lot of music dropped on you uh, here <laughs> we're talking we're talking 70s early yeah. 80s and, you for know, the and, we could, and we could go back you know to some of the, the well i mean you can always go back to joplin you can go back well, to but hard i was gonna say but going yeah that but i was gonna go back to like the 60s some of the girl groups you oh know, yeah the shirelles and you have you know the yeah. um the the supremes and you know and all that kind of stuff is like so much good music. Yep. So much good music. Motown especially, you know. Oh, yeah. But we're kind of focusing on bands and, and that kind of stuff, you know, I guess. Because uh, <laughs> otherwise, we would be here for three or four hours just naming off <laughs> some yeah. of our favorites. But with with the Runaways launching so many different careers, right. that's just a good... Right. That's a great jumping and, off point. And being right in the middle of kind of our age group of you know the mm-hmm. music that we grew up listening to uh, I, there's another one of those that's going to come later oh yeah it's going to come later um, um and and going right from runaways of course we're talking about joan jett and the black hearts and right. all But I remember when Alita Ford came out and in the middle of all that hairband stuff and it, you were either a Alita Ford fan or you were a Dora Pesh fan. Dora Pesh, come on! From I don't she know. She was a she was a soul. I, I remember Vixen, a, you know. Oh that was yeah, from that Vixen. era, you know, all female hair I, metal I, band. I so. loved Vixen, but yeah. there was a there was a big fight between you know, um, and it was going on in the metal magazine between <laughs> Lita Ford and Dora Pesh. Oh, no, there you go. It was, a, yeah, that's cool. Now, it's you know, I love I, I, I loved. I loved rock and metal and all that, and if right. it was a good female group that actually could play and right. sing and all that, I was all about that also. Yeah, that the the Bangles. Oh, again, I will always have a special place in my heart for um, uh, Susanna Hoffs. Yeah, always will will always have you know. Apparently Prince did as well because you know, he, pinned, <laughs> he pinned Manic Monday for them because of her, you know. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. But the thing is, is that they had such, I mean, they have such a, you know, people automatically go to, you know, oh, Walk Like a Music, um, Egyptian. That's one of their worst songs, quite honestly. No, it is the worst I song. I mean, it's like you, you get into, you know, all, all their other stuff and it's just like, oh my God, these guys, these, these chicks rock, you know. I mean, it, it yeah. really is that type of thing. Their cover of Hazy Shade of Winter is that's my favorite song off that Lesson Zero soundtrack of a good soundtrack. Yeah, I mean there was some great stuff on that soundtrack, but yeah, that was the standout from everything. Absolutely, and uh, but yeah, from there you know, again you heart you know they got started in the in the seventies. Yeah, you you got the you know the the Wilson sisters with uh, Ann and Nancy, Um, and you get into the eighties and. 
Uh, I've, if you're going to get the 80s, Their you're gonna, 80s if you're going to do, is, yeah, it's not that it's great. Not, I mean, it's yeah, I understand that you know they they really made a they really made their name with the ballads, you know, alone and yeah. Uh, They all Crap. sounded like alone. Yeah, they did. I mean, it was like you had. A, I mean, they had they had some upbeat stuff as well. But alone was like they're really big in the eighties. Uh, and what was the other one? It was a, what about love? Yeah, that was another one. You know, and it's you know, and they had some other stuff. I think then later in the very very early nineties, they had the all I want to do is make love to you. You know, that was a, yeah. That was and a they all big sounded hit. like alone. And they really did. I mean, it was one of those things they were, and that had a lot to do with the record labels was really pushing them into yeah. this. No, this is we. No, it's female fronted. So this is what we're doing. It's it's ballad. It's power ballads and yeah. and really just overproduced crap. And but you go back to their '70s stuff, man. And, Barracuda and and Magic Man and yeah. you know a Dream uh, the Dreamboat Annie and you know Dog yep. and Butterfly and all this stuff. It's like no, this stuff is great. Like this is great. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I love '70s heart. I mean that is oh, just yeah, you know, absolutely. I, that when I when I got back into vinyl. I specifically wanted to. You're back into vinyl and out of vinyl. I know so quickly. Well, it took. It was a few years. There was there was yeah. two or three years in there, but it was one of those things that one of the the albums that was on was um, Dreamboat Annie because it had um, yeah. uh, Magic Man on it, and I wanted to hear Magic Man on the vinyl the way it was supposed to be heard. Yeah, and it did. It sounded great. You know, I mean, it just. I've always loved that song, the the guitar work on it. Especially, and granted, I know it wasn't. It, that was um, what was the guy's name? Uh, I can't remember the, the other two guys that were in the band. No one does. <laughs> but the guitar work on that was spectacular. But it's also yeah. just, Aunt, well, Ann Wilson's voice is. Oh man, it's she has such a such a good voice. Too bad and it's, it's attached to such a jerk personality. Well, you know, but it's also one of those things that too bad that she just has been, you know shamed for her weight it has nothing one has nothing to do with the other no, you know it's absolutely absolutely not. nothing to do with the other it's like who cares that is she's just got a spectacular voice yeah and uh it's the same thing with uh, it'd, it'd be like looking at adele and be like hey you know, yeah or aretha franklin yeah oh I no mean, you can't you can't you can't perform. sing it's because exactly, your, your, your you know? weight's off and i'll tell you somebody else I, I, I hate that because i'm a fat guy yeah. myself well, i'll so. tell you somebody else coming out of there yeah stevie nicks Oh yeah, Stevie you know, Nicks. Yeah, and, you know, the, the, obviously the Fleetwood Mac. So of course you have Christine McVie that was in yep. there as well. But it was also one of those things that Stevie Nicks was the breakout. Yeah. out of all that, you know, Lindsey Buckingham. Yeah, but Stevie Nicks was the one because she went on to have a really great solo career. Yes, on top of it all, still has a great solo career outside yep. of, of Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> And also, such a strong, 
you know, people. She's talk, got a unique voice. People talk about Taylor Swift being mean about dating people and then writing songs oh, about Oh God, them. whatever. <laughs> Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. <laughs> Broke up with her boyfriend, wrote songs talking bad about her boyfriend, and it made him stand on stage and, and play, play the songs with. I know, know yeah. every night, night after night after night. I know, <laughs> and then record more of them on the next one. And the next, yeah, yeah, I know exactly. It's uh, yeah, that's uh, whole Fleetwood Mac dynamic. You know, you had two couples breaking up while they were making the, the Rumors album, and it just yeah, <laughs> it made for great it made for great drama to create one of the best albums of all time. You know, so yep. Um, Chrissy Hind. Got this in pocket. Got that I'm gonna use it. Intention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chrissy Hine. I I'm not a big Pretenders fan. Oh, you gotta be I'm, kidding I'm me! Not. Come on, uh, I I don't particularly like Chrissy Hine How can, either. No. So it's uh, oh, shut up. I'm, it, that, that's a personal, you know. I just dude, I love the some, Pretenders. I, and I, her voice, man. I, I, I don't get it. It's so got it's, that. Uh, it's got that gravel. Yeah. She's. Uh, I just I, I I don't get it. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. I, I just don't get it. And it's not a. It's not a. Oh, screw them. They're terrible. It's like I just don't get it. It, it doesn't appeal to me. You know, like, right. I just, it just doesn't. <laughs> no, I'm trying to be funny here. Don't get me wrong. Okay. It's, you know, but, it, and I actually did kind of like that song, but that was after she had basically fired everybody in the band. Well, of course, we, there was the whole couple people died, but then she got rid of, yeah. um, you know, she basically went out and put together a studio band as the Pretenders. And that's when they did Don't Get Me Wrong. Yeah. And that was a lot more poppy than a lot of their other stuff you know so Chrissy Hine come on yeah, just just not my thing I mean and, it's like, and hey, she's not going to be the first artist to fire the band and put together no. a studio band and call them the same thing I like Patty Smith yeah you know and that's yeah. and and again Patty Smith is one of those people that like yeah if you like her you like her if you don't you don't yeah that's you know she's got a different voice doesn't not everybody likes that you know but I yeah. again that punk rock you know yeah. the aesthetic for me you know type stuff okay so we're kind of moving out of the 70s and 80s into the 90s in the uh, no i'm not doing the 80s okay yet. who you got the go-go's forgot about the Go-Go's, didn't you? You know, I like the Go-Go's, and the reason why I forgot about the Go-Go's is because they had a very limit. Like, the Bengals came on in the early, mid-80s, like 83, it's more mid-80s. 84, but they had, they expanded, they, they kept going. Like, yeah. they had a, the Go-Go's came out really big, like, really hot in the early 80s. And they what? they burn out really well. That's quickly. because they were a yeah. punk band. They start, I, I know, mean, I they, know. They partied as hard as the guys I know, did, I know. and they 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 burn out quick, and they hated each other, and I they know. broke apart. That was one of those things. They were they were quite literally one of the biggest bands in the world yep. at their height, and then they were just gone one day. Yep. I mean, they were literally. It was one of those things. Is like hey, you know, vacation, and our lips are sealed, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And then one day you turn the radio on, and you didn't hear them anymore. Yep. And it was 
a decade before they got back together. Well, and because at that point, the, the of course, studio... Belinda, Belinda Carlisle went on to have... Well, the part know, of the reason that they broke up was because they were starting to do the same thing to the Go-Go's that they basically did to No Doubt, where they took the lead singer... They went, put her out there. Put her I out know, there and made her the star and separated her from the band. Well, they, and, you know, they tried to do the same thing with the Bengals, with Susanna Hoff. They, yeah. The record company really wanted to push her as a solo yeah. act, and it caused problems inside the band and ultimately... You know, um, I'll tell you someone else in this, and I know you're not going to you're going to make fun of it, but I really love her, is Cher. If I could turn back time If I could find a way I'd take back those words that'll hurt you And you'd stay I don't know why I, I don't care what you say if I could turn back time is one of the greatest pop songs ever. Okay, I'm sorry. It is. Mm. I've told. I think I have not told it the story, or maybe I have told oh the story boy. on here or not. Here we go. Two years ago, Halloween. Okay, I'm driving. I like I said, I drive for a, for a ride share. Yeah, it was the Saturday. You know, it was Halloween was like on a Monday or something. And it was one of those things. You know, the course of the, the Saturday. Yeah. Anyways, so late in the evening, there's a lot. There are lots of costumes out this night going to different clubs and parties and all that kind of stuff so that we have one kind of section of town where there's a couple of gay clubs and and bars and you know that kind of stuff and it's fine um and i always especially around halloween i'm like oh i want to go pick people up over here because the costumes are going to be great okay sure so i get a call i was over near that you know so i pull in and of course everybody's kind of there's a lot of people and i'm kind of sitting there and i'm like i don't know who i'm looking for here there's not a picture on this i'm just kind of sitting yeah. waiting with him. and i see this guy i knew it was a guy come walking across the street towards me and i looked at him and i was like oh wow that is a great dr frankenfurter costume nice and then I looked at him again. I was like, no, that is Cher from the If I Could Turn Back Time video, which made it even more fabulous. And I did. I told him, I was like, dude, that is one of the best costumes I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a dude in the body fishnet with the mm-hmm. electrical tape. Mm-hmm. That Wow. Big, wearing a big foofy wig. You know what I mean? Like straight. I mean, like, it, was, it was literally it was like I, I saw him. From a distance and thought Frankenfurter immediately until yeah. he got close. I'm like, oh no, that's Cher. That's fabulous. So <laughs> I wish I'd gotten a picture of him. I, I didn't, you yeah. know, because, but I, I, I was like, dude, that, that's an amazing, that is an amazing costume that you nice. got going on there. So, so Cher, huh? Cher. I like Cher. I do. I you just don't get it. I, that's fine. She's got an interesting voice. It's very, very easy to make fun of her. Yes. Okay. Same with Michael McDonald. Yeah. It's about it, the it, same it's, type it's of, of those vocal thing. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I get it. I get it. You know, South Park did a wonderful, <laughs> with the whole belief thing, <laughs> yeah. you know, back in the day. I mean, like, I was like, oh, dude, that, Yeah. yes, you're right. But, you know, I'm sorry anytime. Okay, the, sure. If belief comes on, dude, I'm cranking it and, and singing. So, yeah. <sighs> um, it's just, yeah, I like Cher, so. Okay. Um, okay, so now we're moving into the 90s. The 90s were a great time for women in, in music. I mean, a great time for them. I, it was just this explosion, you know, with the with the, the alternative and grunge and, you know, that kind of stuff. You get some of the pre-stuff. You know, of course, you have Natalie Merchant from 10,000 yes. Maniacs. Um, you had um, 
uh, of course, you had John Napolitano from Concrete Blonde. Yep. Uh, you had, um, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. Um, if you mention Courtney Love, I'm going to kick you. We are going to talk to Court- about Courtney Love because whether you like her or not, she rocks. I'm sorry. And the sky was made of amethyst. And all the stars are just like little fish. You should learn when to go You should learn how to say no She is a first-class rock star. You can say she's a complete asshole rock star, but she is a rock star. And quite honestly, I love so much of her music. Um, Okay. But... It wasn't just her. And this is where I was going to say, okay, pre all of that, you had the Pixies. So you have um, uh, Kelly Deal. Yes. Kelly Deal? Kim Deal. Kim Deal. Kim Deal. Sorry, Kelly's her twin sister. And we're going to get to that in just a second. You have Kim Deal in that, okay? And then then her and her sister form a band called The Breeders, okay? Yes. This is before Last Splash, okay? They had that band. Well, the thing about it is that there was this other member of The Breeders that most people don't remember. Her name was... um, or is, I should say, because she's still around, Tanya Donnelly. Okay. Yeah. Tanya Donnelly then, when she left that, joined a band called Throwing Muses. Yep. Which, who came out of Throwing Muses? Oh, oh, oh. Um, I can never pull the name when Juliana I Juliana Hatfield. Yes, okay. thank you. Then she went and formed another band after she left Throwing Muses called Belly. Yeah. That had a string of hits in the early mid nineties, you know? And yeah. it's one of those things well, that like if you want to talk about that. Tanya Donnelly was like yeah. ground zero of oh, you know, that, that six degrees of, of yeah. Kevin Bacon type thing of inside of all of these, you know. If you're going to do that, though, I'm going to bring back up Till Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got um, um, Amy Mann. Yes. Yeah, that's true. And the thing is, Amy Mann went on 
solo. She had she's had more success solo than she did with yes. t- till Tuesday. Kind of flamed out. You know, they had yeah. one big hit. Yeah, they had a couple minor hits as well. But after they broke up, she's been nonstop. Yes, ever since. And, and I want to bring up a band that not a lot of people talk about okay. that I really enjoy. That they kind of started back in '93, and mm-hmm. it's a band called the Donnas. They've been around that long. Yes. Because, okay. They didn't really hit big until later on. I like. I like the Donnas. I like. I like uh, cleaned up produced Donnas a lot more than I like Donnas when they were trying to be some kind of alt pump. I like whatever. You know, it's a. It's attitude for me. Yeah, I guess. You know, it's. But. Yeah, the Donnas, you know that that that's definitely on the 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 spectrum with all this. Like I said, I like them. Don't get me wrong. Um, I, but there is that they they were they were an indie punk band for a long time, and yeah. then they got signed to a major label, and that's when they put out was it Sleepover or whatever it was yeah, called that had like take that. it off on it, and like they 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 <clears throat> polished them up like you wouldn't believe. Well, you know? it, it's the same difference between them and like Urge Overkill because Urge Overkill their early stuff came out of that Chicago noise scene, mm-hmm. and the the more records they made, the more polished, right, and, right, and which more, I'm not I'm fine with that. Yeah. you know it's a it, but it doesn't matter whether it's the early noisy crashy stuff or the heavily produced slick stuff it's it's about the attitude oh uh, another one from that early you remember the sundays oh yeah Throughout the sugar cubes. Oh yeah, you got that's what Bjork, right? Bjork, yeah, yeah. Which I don't really like her. I'm not a big fan of. I'm hers, not big yeah. of the the solo stuff, but the sugar cube stuff, right? I really like. Um. Anyways, we're just saying, you know, like once you get into the 90s, yes. You know, uh, Melissa Etheridge has been around for a little while. Yeah. She broke out really big. I I like Melissa Etheridge a lot. Um. But it was one of those things that all of a sudden you started seeing all these girl bands. Yes. You know, you have L7. Yep. Great band. You had Bikini Kill. Yep, that came out through that. Which did you see? They're touring. They're coming back. They're coming no, to town. No, I didn't yeah, see. Really? They got back together. They're coming to town. So oh, I don't know what's cool. with all of this, but yeah, that's cool. Uh, you know, Kathleen Hanna and um, you know all that stuff. It's like all right, that's kind of cool. Um, don't forget Babes in Toyland. There was though. Babes. In, there was Babes in Toyland. You know, you had the, the Riot Girls, yes. as they called them. You know, uh, you had all that, which was really cool. I, I, I. I Person, there's a great documentary called Bricks Are Heavy. It's about L7 yeah. that came out a few years ago. Also, a document. 
you about it. It's called Hit So Hard. That is about, um, what is her name? Patty, um, she was the drummer for Hole. Oh. Um, um, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> and I can't, I can't believe I can't pull her name. Of uh, Yeah. But it's a great documentary. Um, Patty Schmel. Yeah, there you go. Uh, or Schimmel. Sorry, Patty Schimmel. Uh, <laughs> Schmel. Schimmel. Um, Way to go there, Bubba. Yeah, I know. I'm an idiot sometimes. Uh, but yeah, that, that documentary is great if you can find it. Yeah. Uh, of course, you know, out of that, you also got Melissa Optimar. Yeah. That, you know, again, she played with Hole. And then who'd she play with after that? It was, oh, gosh. She replaced Darcy in Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's... Uh, uh, so it's one of those things, I, again, you get into that. I do really well until you start asking me questions, <laughs> and then the name of the people just disappear mm-hmm. off the end of my tongue. You would think I you know, had maybe gone into broadcasting or yeah, something. Yeah, well, you'd you know, think. Uh, Liz Fair. Is someone that I have a funny, I have a funny Liz Fair story. Oh, well, boy. not not about her, but around uh, two years ago was the 25th anniversary of um, Exile in Guyville. Like yeah, her breakout, you know, her first album that you know, and so she went on tour as a lot of bands have been doing. Where like I saw Jim Blossoms a couple of years ago, where it's like, hey, it's the 25th 25th anniversary of, yeah. of uh, doing of, those nostalgia shows. Yeah, but but it's one of those things where they're doing the whole album. You know, where like uh, Weezer did the same thing with the with the Blue Album. You know, uh, no, actually, it was um, it was the one album that they swore. Oh, they it was would, Pinkerton. Pinkerton. Yeah, they went and they played it, but no, they actually did it with with the Blue Album also. Yeah, where they like they were like, hey, it's the 25th anniversary. We're gonna go and do this. You know, and I I kind of dig those shows because it's one of those things that. Side note here: as artists are around for a long time, and they get yeah. more and more. You don't hear all the songs that you like, like some of the album cuts and stuff that you liked off of those early albums. So if they're like, hey, we're going to go out and we're going to do this entire album. You too did it with the Joshua Tree yeah. uh, a couple, a few years ago. Uh, it was the 30th anniversary of the Joshua Tree. And it's like, no, that's cool because then they come out, they play it from beginning to end. Yep. And then they do their other stuff afterwards. You know, that was when I saw New Miserable Experience. Anyways, so she was coming and she was doing the whole exit. Uh, Exile and Guyville thing, you know, yep. and I was like, oh, awesome! And I so saw, well, I went and looked on on, you know, Ticketmaster, and, and I was like, all right, cool, tickets are available. I'm gonna go to this. She was playing at the Exit Inn, famous club here in Nashville. Okay, great little club, great club. Been Especially around for since a they long cleaned time. It up. I hadn't been in there in a while. So yeah. anyway, so I'm sitting there on the website. I've got my, I'm buying these tickets. I'm buying this ticket. You know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have a good time. And like I. Down to the final click to buy. Yep. And I've got my mouse hovering over to get ready to click to buy. I'm getting ready to punch the thing. And then I looked at it again and I was like, it's a Monday night. Show doesn't start till 9, which means she's probably not going to go home till 11. I'm going to have to stand there for a bunch of hours and i got to be at work the next morning. Mm-hmm. And, and <laughs> yeah, when did we get old? <laughs> I wound up not buying the ticket and didn't go to the show. And that's been one of those things where I'm like, that 
18-year-old me is was just screaming. screaming on the inside. Buy like, the ticket, old What's man? wrong with you? You sold out. You you yeah. said you wouldn't change. You know. <laughs> and, and then you're sitting there in your comfortable shoes. And going, exactly. If I, I have to stand there for two hours and wait for her to come on, I, I know. My, my lower back is going to be exactly. killing me my, the next my, day. My lower back and my ankles and my knees are going to hurt. And, you know, and, and I'm not going to be able to hear for two days. And, you know, See, and it's never a, a I know. Get the earplugs. I, I always carry I've my got, That's one of the me. things is I've gotten older. I have started carrying ear protection with me when I you go to concerts. You can't fix hearing damage. No, that's the one thing you can't repair. You can't fix it, so you got to take care of them, folks. But it was fair, man. Great. Uh, cranberries. Cranberries came out of that. I know we're just kind of going down that list, but I really want to get into like some highlights, some garbage. Garbage. Shirley Manson. Shirley man. Manson. I'm only happy when it rains. Um, Which her guitar player was actually the producer for Nirvana. Right, Butch Big. Yeah. yeah. He has his drummer, actually. Drummer? Uh, yeah. I thought He's it was played, guitar player. He played drums. Well, see, the whole thing is is that the other two guys, and of course, I can't pull either one of their names off the top of my head. They were they also, they were studio musicians. Yes. And they the three of them worked together quite a bit, and they were doing, um, they were doing remixes, the three of them. Yeah. And it was kind of one of those things that they'd been doing this stuff, you know, and they'd been working on, you know, this and that. And they they were like, why don't we just put a band? Well, yeah. We're already doing this. Why don't we just put a band, do a band, you know? And then they, they started searching and they found Shirley Manson. Like, and they were like, no, that's her. That's who we want, you know? Yep. And I, that, especially that first garbage album. Yes. It's perfect from beginning to end. I mean, it's just. I'm only and, happy when it rains. Oh, I, that's, I love that song, Queer. Yeah. That is, yeah, and it's one of those things that Shirley Manson is one of those women that just exudes sex. <laughs> that just, I, there's something about her that I'm just like, okay. oh, God. Uh, I've seen them at concert a couple times. They're really good. Yeah. They're really good. And then in the mid nineties, the mid nineties. Okay, I was going to say I have Drain STH on. I was going to say, yeah. You had them, and then you had Kitty later. Kitty. Oh, I um, love that first Kitty album. Kitty's interesting because uh, Fallon, um, they're the lead singer. You yeah, uh, there's the two sisters that were that were in the band. Yep. Um, did an interview with a, a podcast. Uh, it's called Lead, lead Singer Syndrome. Um, then they, then the guy that doesn't has several. Like he had Josh Todd on there from Buck Cherry. And, you know, and, okay. and he's a lot of just a lot of different people. Not not a lot of. Really big names, but people that you know, you know, sure. kind of stuff. Had her on there, and her talking about, you know, like, man, the band's been around for twenty. You know, we 
we you know we were talking about going out on the road for a 20 year anniversary which i'm like oh god is it, is it really i guess it has been that long you know type stuff yeah and you know i saw them they were all teenagers you know i saw them open for seven dust at a little oh, club here you know and seven dust. and you know and that kind of stuff and i love that i had an opportunity to see them i was actually on a college trip for uh, one of my classes and we found out seven dust was playing the church Oh yeah, just yeah. over from the hospital yeah. or the, the the hotel, the hospital in Atlanta. Yeah, in Atlanta. The church was a great is a great venue, man. And somehow I just didn't make it over there. Yeah, because we had to get up early and like do a tour of CNN or something yeah, the next day. Yeah. And I'm like, I you talking about things that got away? Yeah, dude, I yeah. should have gone to that concert. <laughs> but it was that tight. You know, Kitty. They were they were pretty. You know, they were pretty good. They went. They've had a lot of different band members over the years yeah. you know they've gone through several different guitarists and bassists you know that kind of stuff and uh but yeah it was a really good interview with her kind of just talking about the it's funny because like they're not doing kitty much anymore like they no. do it like every once in a while you know they've all got like regular jobs and and stuff i'll tell you somebody that didn't and i'm gonna have to pull her name um someone that really only had one hit in the mid 90s but really did do more. You remember Letters to Cleo? Yeah. Here and now, big hit, you yeah. know. Um, and it was one of those things they did. A, they had a lot of stuff on a lot of like soundtracks and everything. They were, um, they had several songs, you know, on the uh, Ten Things I Hate About You soundtrack, yeah, you know, that kind of stuff. I'll tell you the thing about it though is that Kathleen Hanley, okay, okay. Uh, you know, she was a lead singer and not named Cleo. <laughs> I always hated that whenever he was like, oh, it's a band, you know, and obviously the girl's name is whatever the, the girl's name and the band name is like, no, 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 no. Um, uh, Kathleen Hanley did one of my favorite soundtracks from the early 2000s. Okay. But not as herself. You remember when they did the movie of Josie and the Pussycats? Yes. She was the voice of Josie. sang all the songs on there and it's great i don't it, go it, you know it, it's some it's some early 80s pop punk you know whatever it's really good though it has yeah. like some like uh, adam duritz from uh counting crows wrote several of those songs okay and you know they have a whole bunch of different writers you know did, did also and they did a couple of covers you know like they did 
Um, you know, they did um, uh, Money. You know, the best things in life ain't free. You know. Yeah. Um, they did Wild One, the Iggy Pop song. You yeah. know. Um, they did. Um, they they did a couple. Of, the one of my favorites though is that when they did the actual Josie and the Pussycats yeah. song, they changed the lyrics. You know, it's the you know Josie and the Pussycats. You know, guitars and, yeah. and um, ears for hats. You know. <laughs> guitars and Marshall stacks instead. I was like, okay, that's yeah. a nice change there, you know, but it's just one of those things where it's, I mean, it's just like, she has a, such a good voice, you know, and she's done a lot of stuff since then, you know, solo and, and you know, been on a lot of soundtracks and, and all that kind of stuff. I personally kind of, I really dug letters to Creo, Creo, letters to Cleo. <laughs> um, even though they didn't get as much traction as some other, some other bands out of there. Um, I'm gonna do you one. This is okay. this is more of a local flavor, so some of the folks from Fleming and John. Fleming and John. I'm afraid of jealousy, cupidity, and I was it in me. I'm afraid of having the wrong to think they're kind. But I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid. I figured that was good, yeah. Love yeah. But you know, they got national attention though. They, I got, mean, that's, they got a little. Yeah. yeah. I mean they, they hit college radio. If you you've know, never heard radio. of Fleming and John, you really should go check out Fleming and John. Yeah, they, they were and one of those put out a really solid debut. Yep. And then put out a pretty mediocre follow up and you never heard from them again. And it was one of those things that from what I had heard, I don't know how true this is, they just got trapped in a really bad record deal. Yeah. And that was it, you know. And the thing is, they were married. Yeah, you know, Fleming and, and it was uh, John Painter yep. was the guy that. And I know that he did a lot of. He's done a lot of studio work and produ- producing, and you know, yeah. played with a couple other bands and that kind of stuff. So, but that love Fleming and John. Yeah, absolutely. I, that don't, I'm not afraid. That's such a <laughs> yeah, just a rocking song man absolutely you know? um uh veruca salt yes, again you absolutely. know uh veruca salt did one of my favorite things which is they had a follow-up song to a recent uh, you know they did seether okay yeah. you know and the whole thing you know can't fight Seether. it's like what's the whole but then later they did um when they came out with their second album they had a song called volcano girls yeah and it comes back around and they explain who the Seether was in that song. It took them like two <laughs> albums to like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Which, ironically, is where the band Seether, Seether got, got the their name. name. Yeah. I know. It's, I know someone that the people are going to talk about, and I can't stand them. Okay, Evanescence. Uh, that anyway. Amy Lee, you either you either love her or hate her. 
And I'm I'm in the lateral now. You're one, in the so. lateral on that one, but you can't really take away from her voice or her okay. talent. I it's mean, a, she's she's a talented musician, but she's she, a heck of a piano player. She did what a lot of other people have did. Of they all came up together when they got successful. She pretty much fired the entire band and yeah, put together it happened another touring thing and called it Evanescence. And it was like, why don't you just say it's your solo project well then because it sounded exact but it sounded exactly like all the other stuff and, and then you get a band where it's kind of the opposite where the band is family and that's hailstorm hailstorm yeah i think i don't know I, 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 I saw them lizzie last hale year. i think yeah. one of them's her brother i, I think I'm it not, might be the drummer's her I'm brother big, if I'm, I honest, right. I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of hailstorm. you don't like hailstorm i'm not dude she's i i, I will say this the 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 albums are pretty good. The live show is excellent. I, I, like I said, I saw them. The only problem is I, I was sitting there watching. She puts that, on a heck of a live is show. Is that she is not going to be able to talk in a few years. But, uh, the way that she screams oh, I know. is just, oh, uh, like, I, I, I know that she's probably doing something to take care of her voice. Or the, but it's still one of those things where it's like, is uh, somebody that, that told that when I told them I was going to see, cause they came with Alice Cooper last year. Yeah. And I told him, and he, a friend of mine said, "Yeah, I've seen Hill Story. He's like, the only problem is that, is that Lizzie is always at ten. Like there is that. That's the only dynamic she has when in her singing is at ten. You know, and that's yeah. it. And it's like I got that about three songs into their set. Like, oh, it's just going to be this for. Yeah, long. I'll tell you someone we haven't talked about. Okay, and we missed somehow. Tor- right. Tori Amos. Yeah." You're not wrong. And, 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 and then Tori Amos Light, which is Fiona Apple. Uh, <laughs> I never liked Fiona Apple. Uh, I never I, liked I her. liked that first album. Everything nope. after that, I'm, no. Um, nope, not a fan. It, it is what it is, you know. Um, she was, that was one of those uh, Shadow Dancer or Shadow Boxer had just come out yeah. in early 97. And she, oh, I went to see Counting Crows and she opened for them. And it was one of those things where, like, I came away from there going, I may need to go pick up this album. And, you know, this is before she released anything else. You know, there was only yeah. Shadow Boxer was the only one. And then, of course, then Sleep to Dream and Criminal and, you know, uh, um, Never is a Promise. You know, all these songs that they came off of there. And it's like, that's awesome. But it is one of those things, going back and listening to it, it is very of its time. Yeah. <laughs> and, I can think of two more bands that okay. we haven't really talked about. And they're they're more on the mellow side. Okay. But not any less intense. Okay. And those two bands are Mazzy Star, okay, and Cowboy Junkies. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mazzy Star with uh, what is what is Mazzy her name? Um, um, hold on, I'm going to the Magic. Witch yeah, Box. I know, I can't remember. Her. But the thing is, is that they they are so mellow. I mean, just so incredibly mellow. But you're right. I mean, that's Dude. you listen to. You know, I love uh, Mazzy you know Fade Star. into You is just a beautiful See, song.
see that I like that song. It's a great song. But uh, She Hangs Brightly is actually where I discovered them at, which is the album before that one. Okay, we have another one that we missed. And her like a name really big one. is Hope Sandoval. Oh, that's right, Hope Sandoval. I, but Cowboy Junkies also. Alanis Morissette. Yeah. Do I stress you out? My sweater is on backwards and inside out, and you say how appropriate. Alanis Morissette, I have changed my opinion on her a lot over the years. I've always liked her. I liked her. I, I was at the first time I heard You Ought to Know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we used to have this really great radio station right here called Thunder 94. And oh, back in the 90s. I so miss I Thunder 94. And it was one of those Lightning things. 100, what are you doing? Get uh, Thunder 94 no. back. The, By the way, Lightning 100, you've gotten to where you kind of suck again. I haven't listened to Lightning 100 in a long time. I haven't listened to the radio in a long time. So. I was at a store, um, local comic book store, and they always playing music. You know, they had the radio on or whatever, and they were listening to Thunder 94. Thunder and I was 94. sitting there, and the song came on, you know, and I'm like, okay. And I'm like flipping through, you know, blah, 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 blah. And the line, is she perverted like me? Would she go down on you in a theater? And I remember like, my head popping up and being like, did I just hear what I think I just heard <laughs> on the radio, you know? Yeah. And then as you listen to more of that song, like, wow, this, oh, wow, this is, this is, this is an angry woman, you know, type stuff. Um, there are other songs on there that I like more than that one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's a good, like Jagged Little Pill is, is a solid album from yes, beginning to end. Absolutely. But it was when she got into the next couple albums that I really started liking her a lot. Her songwriting um, got better. Yes. And she also backed off of that angry young woman thing. I, and she became, it was really funny because I remember seeing her, like, she did a, uh, what was it, Acoustic Little Pill? She put it out, like, yeah. the 10 year, 10 year anniversary, you know, it was, what, in 2005 or whatever. Uh, and she did a, she did a performance on VH1. It was kind of like storytellers, yeah. you know. And it was it was her band. They were acoustic, but it was so funny because now you have this woman in her mid thirties who was, or actually in her early thirties. I take that back. And she's sitting on this stool and she's just smiling the entire time, singing these songs, these angry youthful songs and stuff. And I was like. I like Alanis Morissette all of a sudden because it was one of those things she saw and, and the whole time she's telling the story she was like yeah I was angry because of this this thing happened and this and they she's like yeah. and but you could tell like there's no animosity there any longer type stuff and the more that I've seen her in stuff since then yeah she had a wonderful turn on weeds uh, of where she, uh, she the TV show the right? TV show weeds okay. yeah that it was just one of those things I'm like. I like the older Alanis Morissette quite a bit. You know? See, <laughs> I've liked her all the way through. But I, I thought never... she was weird back in the day because the thing is you would watch her and some of it being young, you know, and that kind of stuff. See, she was, was just weird. It was the know. weird part that drew me I, in because yeah. I was weird. Yeah. You know, I've always been weird. But I don't know why they, you know, I like the angry. I like, yeah. the, I like the older. I like the more subtle. But, mm -hmm. I, you know, 
why does it have to be one or the you know yeah, mix know, it all I in know. together? Yeah. I, I you know I like that about. I tell you, it. I really dig Sir McLaughlin. Oh, you know, and yeah. it goes, you know, you get into the the, the that l- first the album, affair, you know, um, the fumbling towards ecstasy, or yes, or was that that wasn't her first one? Well, that one that hit big that had um, uh, that's the one that had possession. On yes, it. Yeah, that's that like my favorite ecstasy, song yeah. from her. And then, of course, when Surfacing came out, yeah. she exploded. You know, I mean, it was like, there was, she released, what, six singles off that album? Yeah, something like you that. You know, and at least four of them were top ten, you know, and, or top five maybe. So. And, and what's sad is now I'll be watching TV, and the second I hear Wings of an Angel, I immediately change Arms the channel. Angel. Arms of the Angel. <laughs> it's I like, I don't want to see the sad dogs. No, okay? no. <laughs> That's, and that's what the sad thing. That is what that song has become associated yeah. with now is that, that ASPCA commercial. Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> it, it's the second you hear it, you know you're about to see it's some like, no, very no, beat on no, dogs. No. It's I like, no, wanna, I don't want to see the sad dogs. I love it's my like, <laughs> puppy. I don't want to see this. Yeah, I know. But but again, that album is actually really – the album cuts on there are yeah. really good, you know. Um, and – of course, she started Lilith Fair. Yeah, um, they had a, a spectacular oh the lineup every lineup year was great for years. You know until it, it and, you know, and they tried to resurrect it like they have some other <sighs> stuff and it just didn't because it was a time and place. Yeah, um, it, it just it couldn't sustain itself. You know, um, I tell you somebody else we were talking Joan Osborne. Um, yeah, okay. Joan Osborne is strange. Everybody, you know, one of us. Yes, but the thing is, is Joan Osborne. Is that song's great? I I love that song. I really do. Yeah. Um. But the thing is, if you listen to the rest of that album, it's a little bluesier, and you know it, that's that's kind of where she was, you know, where, yeah. where she came from, that kind of stuff. Uh, the guys, uh, the guys from the Hooters produced it. Uh, oh, I love and that they, band. And they wrote most of the album. Yeah. Like they they wrote one of us and I'm you know and a bunch of that stuff. So. Uh, my, probably my favorite song off that album. It, it was it was one of their of her singles, but it was a minor like minor minor hit. It was called Saint Teresa. Dark and sweet as hash went down in the hollow. Leaving so soon. Oh, Saint Teresa. It is a haunting, haunting song. I remember song. that yeah. song. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I just, I, I, you know, she came back years later. You know, she put another album out. You know, five or six years after that, it was in the early two thousands. Someone and going into a more modern, someone I have really grown to love, and I've played them for you a few times. Is this band called Sunflower Bean? Yes. I'm leaning towards a manly solution. Debbie 
scary. How did we do that? I know. That's, a, that, that is Minotaur. Uh, I mean, it's. I know we can both get into of those I know, are unexcusable. Uh, um, completely unexcusable. Um, but the reason, it, because I said sunflower bean, it reminded me of of yeah. of, of, of um, uh, Blondie because they they kind of have a little bit of that. They're they're a New York band. Yeah. They're a three piece, which is kind of cool. Uh, the lead singer, uh, she plays bass and sings. And they are spectacular. I love them. I'm like every time I'm like, oh, dude, these they are good. You yeah. know, uh, I, and I I can't take credit for. I mean, it was one of those things. Uh, if you like music, Adam Duritz from Counting Crows has a great podcast called the Underwater Sunshine Podcast, where I have found so many newer artists. Sure. From this, and they were Sunflower Beans, one of them. Ryan Hamilton was another one that came out of that. Yeah. Like, oh wow, this is it. But Sunflower Beans. Oh, what was the one from Australia that you were telling me about? Uh, has a song. What do I do? Oh, oh, Gang of Youths. Yes, yes, yes. I discovered them from that same, you know, that that same podcast. And but yes, Sunflower Bean. Really good, yeah. Really, really good. I'm sure there's other ones I can't think because I'm looking through because I, I I actually have a playlist that's called Chicks Rock, um, Bananarama, yeah, you know, Cruel Summer, you know, and yeah. their, their cover of Venus was pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, Karen O. I love it. I love Fever to Tell. Like there's stuff out like Gold Line and a few of the albums after that sure. are kind of yeah, they're good. But Fever to Tell, their first album, again, it's a perfect album. I mean, it just uh, the one yeah. that had maps on it, you know. Yeah. Uh, um, but um, I'm gonna throw one out at you. Okay. It's fairly new, and you're gonna look at me and be like, I don't get it. Okay, Florence and the Machine. So you. I I like just personally don't. So it's it's probably um, it's probably the same reason why I like Cowboy Junkies. Could be. It's kind mm-hmm. of it's kind of yeah different, right. ethereal, and that type of thing. metric. I really, metric, I yeah. really love that. I've about ten years ago, I, I just I found them and I was like, oh, I dude, I've seen them a concert. They're awesome. Yeah. And Emily is just a great singer, and it's funny because like she's our age, and it's one of those things that like they they didn't find success until they were all in their 
mid thirties or something like that, you know? Oh, and, so you're uh, saying there's hope. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, we're pushing 50. Yeah, it's a, yeah. But it's one of those things they didn't find like the real great success until they were a little older than what you normally would yeah. these days. Of course, it's also one of those things that band has put up of people who had been in multiple other bands, yeah, and, you know, type stuff. That's the way it works. Um, uh, I'm trying to see if I've got anybody else on here that I just, I, I kind of dig Brandy Carlisle. I climbed across the mountain top. Swim all across the ocean blue. I cross over land and I broke all rules. And baby, I broke them all for you. Oh, because if you're listening to her or not, I mean, she's she had a really powerful voice. Her music, yeah. it, it kind of goes all over the place. So it. some of it, uh, I, I've I've got one. It's because the band. Um, they will take turns singing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a band called uh, Band of Skulls. Okay, it's a three piece. Mm-hmm. It's a drummer, guitar player, bass player. Bass player's female, mm-hmm. and she'll take her and the guitar player will take turns um, singing stuff. Right, and really enjoy that. Um, Silver Spun pickups. Okay, um, has a female in the band that I can't even think of her name right now that occasionally will step out and do vocals. Cool. Um, you know somebody we didn't talk about, and I'm glad we didn't. Okay. But I'm not even going to say their name because I'm glad we didn't talk about them. No, We're say, be like, say the name. I didn't hear you. Yeah, you do. Just say it. Uh, no doubt. <laughs> Here, here's my no doubt story. Okay. okay. Yeah. I saw No Doubt in 1996. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they came to town with 311. Oh, 311 was the headliner. Love okay? 311. And this was right before both of them broke out. Yeah. Okay. No doubt, Tragic Kingdom, like, Just a Girl. People forget, like, you know, go back to Just a Girl. Just a Girl came out, and it was a hit. Yes. But it wasn't a huge, like, it was one of those things that kind of put them on the map. Yeah. I saw them, Just a Girl had been out, I'm like, yeah, it's okay, it's kind of a quirky See, little like, song. I like blah, blah, No blah. Doubt back when they were still like, like a, a ska band. A yeah, ska yeah, yeah their band. first album. You know, the, the, the No Doubt, you know, the, was it the Baker I, Street Sessions or whatever yeah, it was. You know, because like, I was always into ska. You know, I was, yeah. I'm a huge Mighty Mighty Boston's fan. So okay. when I heard them, right, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Right, right. But see, here's the thing. They had, that song had been on the radio for a couple months, you know, yeah. in, in TV, you know, playing the videos and all that kind of stuff. Spiderwebs had just hit the radio like maybe a week prior. Yeah. And I remember hearing that song and we're like, this song's kind of, I like this. Yeah. This is, you know, so it was one of those things that they were, they were second build. Okay. Like they, 311 was headlining. They were the only, and they came out and put on a show. Still had the horn section, didn't Yeah, they, they did. Yep. And they, well, those guys still tour with them. Okay. Anyways, put on a show. And I'm, I remember walking away from that, that show going, wow, they're awesome. Like I, I really enjoyed this. Got the album. Yeah. I'll be honest, I'm not a big fan of the album. No. I, 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 you know, that kind of. There, there's some stuff on there I really like. Well, of course, the thing is, is that right after that they exploded yep. and became one of the biggest bands in the world. And blah 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 blah. So fast forward a little over a year, they're coming back to town. Okay. When I, when I saw them the first time, it wasn't just that they were not. You know, they were they were a supporting act. They were playing at the old Starwood Amphitheater, but they weren't playing on the main stage. They were playing. They oh, used to have. They used not to the have secondary stage. It wasn't even a secondary. It was one of those things that they had this. Uh, they called it the veranda. It was basically at the end of the walkway. They would set up a stage over there, yeah. and they would have concerts for bands that couldn't really 
fill the 17,000 yeah. seat, you know, whatever. So it was one of those things that that's where they played. Okay. And so there was one of those things, you know, there was two or 3,000 people there, you know, and it was, you know, it was yeah. cool. Okay. So, so fast forward a little over a year later, they come back. They're the, one of the biggest bands in the world and they're playing the main stage. Yeah. 17,000 people, blah, 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 blah. And they were going through the motions. I mean, it was, and the only reason that I went is because the girl I was dating at the time was a huge fan of theirs, and so I got the tickets. Yep. Plus the fact, and, and the fact that Weezer was opening for them. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I got to see, and that was Pinkerton tour. You yep. know, that was, you know, and so they were they were opening for No Doubt. So I got to see Weezer, which was great. Um, On probably one of their best albums they've ever put out. See, I'm not a big Pinkerton See, fan. Everybody, so everybody hated on Pinkerton. I think well, that's, I they think... hated on it at the time, and then it became like this, especially with the the, the emo crowd, where they're like, "Oh well, no, this 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 is a well, what masterpiece." Is everybody, you know? everybody, Pitchfork hated. got on it, and they were like, well, "Oh no, this was a masterpiece." And well, it's okay. It's a, I'm sorry when it came out. I loved that album. Yeah. That was probably that's still my favorite Weezer album, mm-hmm. but. Everybody hated on that album so much mm-hmm. that Rivers mm-hmm. said, we're never going to play a song off this album ever right. again just to spite you right. people. And it wasn't until recently that they came back. They came through, back yeah, and they and did. They I know. Did it, I know. Which I missed somehow. Yeah. Here's the thing. I do <clears throat> not like No Doubt. Like I, do, I don't like their, their music. And the thing is, is the longer they went on like and got away from that. Yeah. That, the less I like their music. I like, I'm sorry. Well, if I never hear Hella Good again in my life, that has got to be one of the worst songs ever. Okay. I'm sorry. Again, that it's is, one of those things where the record company came yeah. in and pulled her out and separated but, her from the band. Here's the thing. And, and they even released a song in a video that that's exactly I know, what I know. was happening. That was a, the uh, Don't Speak, you yeah. know, where they, they really made fun of that. But here's the thing I've seen them three times in concert. Mm hmm. Yeah, I saw him that first time. I saw him the second time because my girlfriend wanted to see him. Yeah, and I saw him the third time because I flew to Las Vegas for uh, a few days back in two thousand one. Yeah, and U two was playing at UNLV, so I bought tickets. Guess who was the opening act? Oh no! Yeah, and this was after uh, the one that had Hello Good came out. Yeah, so they were playing all that BS, and it's just like, oh my goodness, this is terrible. You know? Yeah. So yeah, I now here's. I, here's mm, Here's what I wish. I wish the guys and, in the band, mm-hmm. now that they're separated from Gwen, which I've got nothing against Gwen. Let her do. Let her. her let her be. Uh, I would like to see the guys in the band get together and start something else with I another have, singer. I have multiple times said if they had, if if, if the rest of the band and went go off back and did to their some, roots, right, and and. I I think I would, and that's the whole thing with the horn section. Those guys, yeah. I feel sorry for those dudes. They've been with that band for close to thirty years, yeah, and they get zero recognition, recognition whatsoever. Yeah, and it's like, uh, why why aren't those two guys in the band? Yeah, officially, you know, type stuff. So you see that with a lot of different bands, though. Yeah. And I'm not putting that on anyone in particular. And I'll tell you, here's the other thing. Here's another reason why I don't care for. Out much is because Gwen Stefani has got one of the shrillest voices I've ever heard. It just, it, especially if you ever see her live, it yeah. is shrill. Really? I mean, oh man! I, not to not to say that you're wrong, mm-hmm. but that could be that could also be part of the way that she's being mixed. Could, I don't know. I don't really. But, it could be that she's hacked off the sound guy and he has turned up. But the you know, everything I've ever seen with her, like yeah. whether it was. On television, or it was like she just has this shrill voice. Yeah, that they make sound a lot better on 
on yeah record you know yeah. so it's anyways and now that i've i've dogged on gwen safari and made a lot of people mad i'm sure because every time i say that everybody's like how dare you i'm like oh i dare believe I'm, me i'm sure it's she's an, a very nice i'm person. sure i'm sure but i just not my thing yeah. you know i like other people but same thing with, look courtney love not a great singer i know and look every reason that you want to hate courtney love hate her for it because she's earned it Okay, she's done everything to. Courtney she has Lowe. done everything to piss people off. She doesn't have a great. She doesn't have a, a even a good voice for that matter. She's good at screaming, you know. I mean, but it's one yeah. of those things that, if nothing else, she has that. She is a rock star. Like I would put her at at her peak. Okay, I don't know that I would go with star. Yes, I would put Courtney Love up there with any male rock star you want if you want to talk about getting trashed and falling off the stage i mean i would put her up i would put her up there next to axel rose i mean all all the great get drunk and fall off the stage yeah you know jagger anyone because it's one of those things that it what it wasn't quite the train wreck of of like what guns and roses tour was back in the early 90s you know like you know late 80s early 90s like you didn't know what was going to happen but it was damn near close because you didn't know what she was going to do. Yeah. You know, and I'm 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 good with that. I've I've always liked Courtney Love for that. Now, as far as everything else, now I I the, the offstage stuff, I could no, it's a she could go away. Yeah, so do you have any more bands? I don't have anything else. I was looking through I've been holding back one. I have one singer. Okay, give it to me. That I really like cuz I want to end on my band. Okay, that's fine. I have one singer that I really like. That has come a long way from her debut. Okay. Pink. Yeah. I can't stay on your life support. There's a shortage in the switch. I can't stay on your morphine because it's making me ash. I said, try to call the nurse again, but she's been a little bitch. I think I'll get out of here where I can run just as fast as I can to the middle of nowhere to the middle of my. If you go back and listen to Can't Take Me Home, it yeah. is R&B. Like, they were trying to push that, that late 90s, early 2000s R&B and stuff on yeah, there. L.A. Reid doing all when that When she tumor. came back with um, uh, Misunderstood, yeah. that album, again, is perfect from beginning to end. And it's very personal. It's very... Now, she's had some missteps. Trouble was, wasn't was a good album. I, I, I subscribe to the every other album with her. Okay. Because, like, Can't Take Me Home wasn't very good. Yeah, misunderstood was was great. Okay, um, um, got a crazy great voice. Yeah, trouble not good. Okay, but then she came back with um, it wasn't Funhouse. It was the one before that. That was just wow. You know, um, yeah. that's the one that had uh, um. You in your hand, and um, um, what's the one you know? So what? I'm still a rock star. I get oh, I, yeah, no, I can't think of the name of the you song. Know, I know what it, you're and it had about. one of my favorite songs by her, which is a song called uh, Who Knew, which is a little ballady, a little more. It's more of just a straight ahead pop song, you know? Sure. And then she put Fun House out after that, and I think that one's kind of hit or miss for me personally. But I, like I said, I kind of go from that every other, I think, you know, yeah. type. But yeah. Great voice, great voice, and and very much a rock star. 
you know, especially considering where she started being R&B to pop to yeah to 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 doing basically being a rock you know doing rock music you know I mean yep. it's a little produced a little I really like Kesha you know that's uh and, and the whole thing with her is that if you look because I I jumped yeah she's on, local she well kind of um, no she went to Hillwood she went I know look I know she went to school here and you know her mom but the thing is is she's originally from California. Yeah. And they moved here when she was really young, and she went to school. Through, and I, I know people who know her. Yeah, you know of that knew her back. You know, either went to school with her or knew her. You know, you know, you know whatever it was. You know, um, but I really like her music quite a bit because it's one of those things that you know, we've talked about. You know, when I was doing the Augie Stardust stuff, you know, we were working on some of her music. You know, and this was when our first album. You know, so you're talking about like you know. Um, you know, TikTok and yeah. and um, um, your love is my drug and you know, and all that kind of stuff. And it was one of those things that the guys in the band were kind of like, I can't believe it. But after we got to playing it, I remember like Spence being like, you know, all the bones for rock is here. Yeah, and it's like yeah, and that's the whole thing is like, and on top of it all, she plays guitar. Yeah, and like there there are some guitar riffs and stuff on that album that you know it's like all right cool you know so it's it is what it is and it's also one of those trashy pop things that I like that, that I you admit. do like the trashy it's, pop it's one of those stuff. things that I, I I flat say I listen to some crap music but I own it I admit it yeah I'm not gonna try to I'm not gonna try to 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 justify it I'm like no it's crap music but I like it so yeah. and she kind of falls in that that trash pop yeah you know. With tattoo, it's the same thing, you know. It's, it's trash pop. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Katy Perry, same thing. Early Katy Perry, anyway. So you know, it's, yep. it's all trash pop. So anyway, so we're going to end on. So we started with the Runaways, okay? Which was they were basically rock, punk, and glam all rolled yeah, up they into were, one. They were punk. Yeah. I'm going to end with a new band. All right. That's here in Nashville that are trying to make their bones and get the big okay. deal and all that. And I really like them. A buddy of mine, uh, Coey turned me on to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I dig their stuff and they're basically rock punk and glam all rolled up in one. Mm-hmm. And they've kind of taken a page out of the Ramones book okay. to where it's kind of like they've become a family oh, and all their, the same surname. There's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the band name is the dead deads. I try to land on top. I try to land on top. You want chips for the games? I've got them. You want a list of the names? I've got them. It's not the same, baby. The rules have changed, baby. I'm on my own. I'm fully grown. I'm in my zone. Deal with me. Okay. Basically out of East Nashville, okay. and if you have not heard of or to check them out, then, or checked so. out the Dead Deads, you really need to because okay. they are a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and they definitely rock. Awesome, awesome. And I know we've missed. I, I can you know I can guarantee you that yeah. as soon as like as soon as we turn these off and you heading home, oh, we'll be oh, like, oh my god, how did we not think? There, you know, it's, there are people <laughs> screaming at us right now. I know, I know. Uh, so. But the thing is, is because I don't know. Chicks rock, man. You know, it's one yes. of those things that, like, who cares? 
<laughs> you know, yeah. who who cares what your sport down below? If if you rock, you rock. Is yes. what it comes down to. You yes. know, and you know, I listen. My my musical tastes are so eclectic. But I have, like I said, I have a whole playlist that's a couple yep. hours long of a whole bunch yep. of female artists. And I'm like, I don't care. You know, yeah, you can make fun of, oh, the, you know, oh, what happened? You in the little fair scene? And like, so, yep. big deal. It's like, if good music is good music. Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. And I hate that we have to justify it. You know, that's the other thing. <laughs> I'm not just I know, but it. but it's one of those things that a lot of times, especially when you're hanging out with your guy friends and stuff, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> that's all never right, maybe been some a problem of for me. some of my guy friends, I have to like kind of justify. I'm like, whatever, you know. It's like, ah, you know, um, but dude, if you rock, you rock. Period. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, that's it. Chicks rock. Enjoy. I'm gonna push them. Pick gonna, up a guitar if you're out there listening. You know, I'm and, gonna push them one so, more time. The Dead Dead. You, the can, dead find deads. A, you can find yeah. them on Facebook. I believe they've got some stuff on YouTube. Too. They got a MySpace page. Tell me they got a MySpace I, page. <laughs> actually, I don't know. I they now, may because MySpace is still around and it's a music site. Now I hope so. they do have a MySpace page. <laughs> that's that's a, that's an old pool there. You know? like, yeah, go check out my MySpace music page. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. So he's Alan. Yeah, and he's Big Dave, and you can find us here. All right, hey guys, we want to thank you for listening and supporting us all this time. Just wanted to let you know we can be found on Apple Podcast at Project X Pod. Uh, we're also on Google Play, we're on Stitcher, we're on Tuned In Radio, and hopefully we're going to be getting on some other platforms also. You can also get a hold of us by email at projectxpod at gmail.com. I've also got my own private one at BigDaveXPod at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Project XPod, and there's also at BigDaveXPod. Uh, we're on Facebook at Project X Podcast, and we're on YouTube. We're starting to do some stuff on YouTube at Project X Podcast. So if you like us, please spread the word. You know, let your friends know. If you can't stand us, tell all your enemies. You know, we, you can torture them that way. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. All right, that's enough. Let's get on with the show. All right, bye. And we will be back in, I don't know, soon. We've got a couple of them in the can here, of course, with our uh, the living in the days of the coronavirus. We're uh, we're trying to get a lot of uh, stuff out to you guys. Uh, but, yeah, like as we said in a previous episode, make sure and, and email us if you just want to yell at us about why, you know. Please go to Apple Podcasts and give us yes, a rating. Yes, give us a review. That yes. helps us tremendously. If, if you like us, tell a friend. If you don't, tell an enemy. I mean, it's please whatever. I mean, because it's one of those things that – you know, obviously, we're not doing this for for fame and fortune. Yeah, we're doing this because Speak we for yourself. I'm doing it for fame and fortune. <laughs> we're doing this. We're doing this because we love it. But it is one yeah. of those things that you know we would like to we would like to build an audience and not just oh we have a bunch of people listening. We want to build a community here. Is yeah, what it comes absolutely. Down to. We want you guys involved. And you please know, be involved. If you like what we're saying, drop a line and say hey we like it. If you don't like what we're saying, drop please. a line and tell us how we're male chauvinist pigs or whatever. You know, or that's that you, fine. You hate our faces. And yeah, all that other exactly. Stuff. And you know we, we've got faces for radio or something. I don't know. So <laughs> oh, wow, that hurts because I do have a face for radio. So anyway, guys. Have a good week. Stay safe. Wash, wash your hands. Do the social distancing thing. And, and hoard, quit hoarding the toilet, toilet paper. paper. It's getting better. It's. I went. I actually went out to the grocery today, and there is a local. 
Well, it, it's don't a don't tell. You don't. I'm not going to say where it is, <laughs> but there. But they have they've had toilet paper for a while now. But they have a yeah. limit of the you can only buy one pack. You remember know, for you stuff, for so. for you for you city folks. Remember leaves of three wipe with me. <laughs> wow, that's mean. That is just mean. Is what I saw that today on Facebook, and I was like, no, I was that's, the one who posted it. That's mean. Is what that is. It's funny, but it's mean. <laughs> All right, folks, we're out of here. I Have am Big Dave. I'm Alan Smith. See you.